0: It's Season 2 of Retrain Your Brain with me, Chartered Psychologist Dr Audrey Tang. I'm helping you reflect on your perceptions, reframe your approach and rewrite your future whatever your past. And this season is all about the self, so let's talk about you. Today I'm going to look at self-improvement. Now I love those films where the understudy who's been waiting patiently in the wings suddenly gets their chance to shine. And It's probably one of my little secret wishes for a musical that I particularly love that, you know, one day when I'm watching, someone's gonna say, does anyone know all the words of? And I wouldn't want to give that opportunity up for the world. But the key point there is, I know the words, I know the movements, and that's the same thing. We never know when we're gonna get that call to step up into that position we've always wanted. So the most important thing that we can do is focus on building our competence, that is, our skills, our character, which is our knowledge, and our integrity. And if we keep focusing on our personal development, when our time comes, we will be ready to take on the role of the star. I'm most commonly hired by forward thinking leaders in order to support their team's personal growth. And I have clients who see me to help them future plan. Even the students who attend my training workshops because their university offers them personal development courses alongside the academic, although skeptical at first, really find a lot of fulfillment in what they learn. So I know that the development of personal awareness and soft skills alongside theoretical knowledge really gives you that confidence to know that no matter what happens, you are going to cope. However, more often as a coach, we're brought in at the point of crisis. And of course, yes, we can help, but it's much better to build your emotional and mental fitness before you're tested. So here are my top 10 tips to start you getting your mindset into gear for success. Number one, stop comparing yourself to others. Try this instead. Next time you feel envy, think instead about what you can do to get closer to your goal and then do it. Your life, your path, your successes are unique. They're not going to be the same as somebody else. So stop worrying about what other people are doing and what they're getting from it and start thinking about what you can do to grow. Number two, remember that the best gift you can give anyone is your personal growth and self-sufficiency. Travelling with a companion is one of the most enjoyable things there is because it's an easy sharing, a giving and taking, an ebbing and flow. But codependency is unhealthy. So learn to validate yourself. Ask yourself what you need to hear and learn to say it to yourself. Learn to love you in the way you need most. And if you see it, others will see it. Otherwise, how can you expect others to value you? if you do not value yourself. Seriously, that's a bit like saying, this milk's off, here, you have it. Number three, remember you have all the strengths, but sometimes you might simply be misapplying them. And sometimes just a simple reframing can make all the difference. If you haven't learned to make friends in a healthy manner, or if you haven't learned to Organize, or perhaps you're working on a strategy that served you well in the past, but you're not in that situation anymore. Simply learn a new way. It's just a case of recalibration. There may be a little bit of trial and error as you go, but it doesn't mean you can't adapt. So try this. If you find yourself faced with a repeated problem, write it down and ask yourself, why might this keep happening? You may not find the answer straight away. By thinking about it, you may realise that there's actually a pattern leading up to the outcome, as well as the outcome itself. Number four, things don't need to be perfect right now. This week, just try your best and remember that you can most likely make it better the next time. But you can only make something better if you've tried it in the first place. Number five, having responsibility is not necessarily an achievement. Now of course being given someone's trust is like a little badge of honour but living up to that trust is the most important. Saying yes to everything just because you want to please someone but not being able to deliver the goods because you've spread yourself too thinly or flaking out because you're unable to cope reflects on your competency and your character. So really think about this, if you are a bit of a people pleaser be discerning with whom you're trying to please. I work to please those who recognise, appreciate or acknowledge me for who I am, rather than those who simply want to offload and don't care who to. Those, if you choose, you may wish to do a favour for at some point. Number six, define your values for you, but remember you cannot force other people to accept them as theirs, because other people might, to please you, go along with you, but it's always important to know that your values will not always be those of others. Chances are your loved ones will feel the same, but ask them. Ask them what their values are on important subjects such as family time. And if there is a difference to yours, see how you can collaborate to make things work for all of you. Number seven, if you don't agree with someone's perception of you, reflect on why they may have had that idea. Yes, sometimes it may simply be their problem. But perhaps you have put something out there that you haven't realised. And in fact, when I think I've been misunderstood and realise it was something I was putting out there, I'm actually happier because it means I have the power to do something about it. Number eight, learn to respond rather than react. The former response is considered. It can be compassionate, wise, kind. The latter reaction probably often puts the jerk into knee-jerk. So try this, rather than reacting immediately, make yourself stop and think first. Ask yourself, why might the situation have occurred? Reflect on your habitual reactions. Maybe discussion is called for instead of apologies. Maybe you need to call someone out rather than just ignore it happened. Our reactions are often instinctive and survival driven, and they may not be the most effective way to reach a collaborative resolution. Number nine, remember that the world is constantly changing. So here's a thought from Buddhism. The greatest suffering is holding on to something that is changing and not believing that something can change when it will. The world is fluid and that is what makes it so full of opportunity. So don't just try and hold on. Reach out for other possibilities instead. And finally, here's a positive affirmation from Seneca. As long as you live... Keep learning how to live. And that's all we have time for. Remember, even the most effective thinking is nothing without positive action. Don't be the most enlightened person who never lived. For more practical support, check out my psychology and coaching masterclasses presented with Sharon Lawton on the Wellness League YouTube channel. Don't just wish for success. Go out and grab it.